Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Yo, nephew. Hand me that bar stool. You know what it is, and for what it's worth. You can catch me on the best corner 21st. Prime time, shine time, always in the game, never ever on the sideline. You know what it is, and for what it's worth. You can catch me on the best corner 21st. Welcome to 21st and Prime. My man, Ron, Jamie Dukes. Let's get right into it. We're sponsored by Heineken Zero, Zero, Zero Alcohol, 69 calories. Summer's here. I'm loving the Zero Alcohol, and I'm loving the 69 calories. Did I say that right? That's correct. You said it right. You said it right. It, it, it felt funny when I, when, I, when I said it because that's, that's pretty darn good. I like, it's I like it's that. real good. Father's Day coming up this weekend. You kick back with your dad on the porch. You you have a, a Heineken Zero Zero. You talk about life. You learn a little something. You give a little something, and, and you have you have sixty nine calories. None of you are getting fat. Everybody's looking thin. You got a sharp mind with the zero alcohol Heineken Zero Zero. No brainer. It is what what is what does Father's Day mean to you, Jamie? Give, I'm I'm going with you first. Okay, what does Father's Day mean. Well, you know, it's funny. Father's Day is different now as a single dad, you know. Um, and so I'm recognizing myself on Mother's Day and Father's Day. But, but Father's you Day, you should, you know, it, it, it is number one, we get ripped off, first of all. It's the worst day of all holidays for men, you know, <laughs> because let's face it, Mother's Day, man, it is best restaurant in town. You know, best restaurant in town. And- well, you did come out of the mother. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right. No, no. But see, the thing is, I'm embracing my responsibility in coming out of the mother, trying to lay it out best I can based on resources best you can. You see what I'm right. saying? I, I'm with that. However, it just don't seem like it's... Enough attention, adoration, enough love and respect for the father. Are you saying that? So are you saying them little funky socks and that little ugly tie that they get you every year or a t-shirt? It, it just don't do it. And they drive you by drive-through or the thought was uh, the thought funky was cookout in the backyard, and you just saying that don't do it. No, the thought was there, Coach. I, I you can't. The thought was there. It just it took it's me funny. a while. It took it took me a while to understand that, though. And Rowan, you're going to see this. You know, it's it's you're a you know you're a star burgeoning star. That's another word. Put burgeoning up there. Burgeoning. Um, burgeoning. I've never heard that word in my life. You are a burgeoning star on the rise. You know, you know, we'll remember you, man, he was doing that show with Coach Dion and that fat dude, you know, I mean, you know, wow, you know, he's hosting, you know, a Tonight Show, you know, that's, he's going to be the next Conan in five. So, something like that's going to happen for you, you know. And so you just have to, you have to kind of learn, you know, that, that when you do something at the level you want, you you're not going to get it back at the level in which you give. So, so I'm on the other side of Father's Day in that I don't have any any kids yet. But I think that I like when I the older I get, the more I appreciate my dad. The more that I think that my dad is you know a formative part of my life, and the more that I respect like his attitude or like everything that he's instilled in me and like just the importance of that relationship. But the problem is, what do you get a dad? What do you get a dad to more show him what that? he already got? Get him yeah. more what he likes. Yes. I hate what people say, what do I get a person who has everything? Get me more what I like. Do that. What do you like? What do you like though? I, I like stuff. I like fishing stuff. I like I like to 
fish. I like my peace. I like serenity. How was the tournament? Go, go. Deal with that peace, serenity. I don't mind diamonds here and there. Anything to deal with that. Give me more of that. Coach, Coach, tell me about the tournament. Tell me about the fishing tournament. The fishing tournament was great. I, I mean, my team won. I mean, um, we were sponsored. Uh, it was Academy Fishing Tournament. And uh, they said my team was stacked once again. You know, that that's what they do. Because I had, you know, is one it of the, because you on it that it gets stacked? Maybe they're not no, it's because I had one of the best fishermen in the country. That that, may, that maybe has something. To that do might with. have been you though. But, but we, we we no no no, Jamie. I really I had to take a look at myself in the mirror. Okay. Fishing with a pro really allowed me to know where I was. Okay, I, I really yeah, I'm I'm not there. I'm not yeah. on that level. What, what 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 did you learn? What what is different from? I mean, just, I know just the knowledge, just the understanding, just the timing. Um, he set the hook, God, he set the hook one time and it scared me. I, like I, I prayed for the fish. Like mm. he almost took his whole head off. Like I, I've never seen a hook set like that. In what does life. that mean? What, what does it mean? Set the hook? Like I, I when you, you feel the, you feel the nudge and you pull back to make sure the hook is set in, in his mouth and the whole upper body of the fish came off. It, it just came off. It just tore the fish apart. It is unbelievable. Back to Father's Day. Yes. This is the day you can't fake. And in and, 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 and our generation, we have something, what they entitle a baby dad. None of us are that. Uh, we're fathers. Uh, Ron, not as yet. We're fathers, okay? But as baby daddies, then they're fathers. This is Father's Day. Baby daddies can't fake this one. You, uh-uh. you got to stand up and be a talent for accountable, you got to be a provider, a protector, uh, inspire. You, you got to do a multitude of things to even be considered a father. And it causes us to reflect on ours and, and what our fathers did for us. And we try to take some of that bad and make it good. So we're the type of fathers that we desire to be for our wonderful kids. But this is a day you cannot fake. And like Jamie said, we don't get the best of things, but we got to make the most of things. That's true. It's not a day that we should get upset. We should get angry. We should be bitter because we're not receiving. Because one thing about a father, he's a natural person. He's a giver. You're he's a giver. So if Santa ain't getting mad that you're leaving that little stale cookie on the counter for him and a glass of milk that's going to tear up his stomach where he's going to have to veer off with the sleigh and take a dump somewhere. Santa, no, that's, that's black Santa. No, no, that's black Santa. White Santa is not lactose no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I mean, a white Santa's you can't, not lactose you can't get a man. He, so a white man is not lactose. lactose yeah, white Santa is not lactose. It's just black, black Santa. Santa. The black, black Santa. Santa. It's going to be taking a dump in somebody's bathroom. That's correct. When he's supposed to be delivering gifts. They can leave the cookies by the bathroom, Ron. Right, right. And, you know, <laughs> we're going to make it make sure it's chocolate chip double push. You're really trying to bust his stomach. So that's who we are. Ron doesn't understand take, that. Could you explain that to him, Dion? About, like the, about the milk and stuff. He I, well, most, most African-American people are... Uh, what, is it lactose intolerant? Is That's that, what it's called. Yeah. Have a problem with milk, dairy milk. Well, yeah, I do. I, 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 can't. I can't. So I, I do lactate. Lactate. Where are you, sponsor? Right here. I do lactate. I do all that. That's the only way I can enjoy cereal. I cannot do cereal without that. Fellas, I got news for you. There's a lot of us whites that are also suffering from the lactose intolerance. That's Thank the you, only bro. intolerance. Thank you for speaking up, wrong. There's Thank a you. lot of us that are going through it too, man. The white milk and the white man don't always mix like you think they would, man. They, you, you think that just because it's the I, same. I've never heard a white dude speak on that. I really haven't. This is the first time I've ever heard that, bro. Thank I, you for this groundbreaking editorial. We have the conversations among ourselves, uh, uh, the, the white faction, and uh, we're having trouble with the milk, too. I don't know who's still trying to push milk to both sides, but whoever's doing it, it is tearing up our insides both ways. I'm, I'm out on the milk game as well. Yeah, I'm out of the milk game. This is this, this, this next topic upsets me. It angers me. It, it, it makes me sick. Drake and LeBron went to Bronny's high school championship game, and the people, including some at our beloved bar stools, called it an attention-seeking move by both. Yeah, that's, that's, that's ignorant. Or making it about them. Uh, same when they say Bron changed his number from 23 to 6. It was a t- attention-seeking. Guess stop. 
Quit trying to find something wrong with this man when there's so much right available to choose from. <laughs> Ooh, and, I think, and I think you have to look at Bronny in this situation and what it means to Bronny and his team that his dad is at the game and that he's bringing Drake to the game. And I don't think you can make everything that Drake and LeBron James do about them because they are capable of being a part of somebody else's life without having, like, it, it's not a one-way street. They're not exclusively the main characters. If Drake is showing up to my basketball game, I'm showing out. I'm going to make sure that I'm having the game of my life. I'm excited as Bronny. It means more to me as Bronny. And it doesn't always have to be this negative, ulterior Yes, motive. it does. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. No, 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 no. It's not at all ever. Let's be clear the distinction. LeBron, it's never about them making a stink. It's 1,000% all the time about trolls. All the time. Some troll is always going to have a problem. The cancer culture where we are is where we are. And somebody's going to all, Santa could come, just like back at Philly, you know, that whole Philly story. Somebody's always going to have something negative to say because you have social media. See, before you didn't have the opportunity. Now we have the insanity that's just one IG away, one text away. And that's the problem because LeBron is trying to go see his son. With his friend. With his friend. Friend. Just because he has a friend that happens to be the number one artist artist of the decade in the country. Artist of the decade. What? Who's he supposed to go with? And it's because you become friends with people who you can relate with. And those two can relate with each other because they've been at the top of their fields and have experienced sustained success in a way that a lot of other people can't. So there's uh, there's conversations that they can have with each other that they, I mean that other people wouldn't be able to understand or even participate. They probably feel a kinship where it's not just them trying to be a superstar power couple sitting courtside. Drake is always giving back to people. Last night there or, or this past weekend there was a battle rap tournament that Drake showed up at and he took $50,000 out of his pocket and just put it on the table for the winner of the battle. Not because it's going to make Drake look better. It's because he's trying to give back to the battle rap. Okay. Hang, hang on a second. We, we, can, we couldn't do that wire. We couldn't wire that into the people so they can do direct positive. But why, why do we have to carry the $50,000? Because they want the cash right then. That that's the culture, Jamie. They want to see it right there on the table. That that doing it on the phone. No, 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 no. They want to see it right on the table. Speaking of that, I'm glad you said that. How to say it wrong? Is it sweetie? Is it sweetie? How to say that? I think sweetie. 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 Okay. Sweetie used to be with Quavo, one of the one of the Migos members of the group of Migos, Jamie. Mm -hmm. I just read. James Harden wired a hundred thousand to her to go on a date. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know if it's true, but I read that last night. Mm-hmm. Wrong, Jamie. Now a down payment, like a down payment. Who does that? Who? Let me say this right. Who does that look? Worse upon James Harden or Sweetie? Sweetie. James. Sweetie. Okay, one at a time. You said Sweetie. Explain, Jamie. Because the the man just paid ten thousand to the hoe. Oh, a hundred thousand to now I'm not saying she is a hoe. I'm saying you just said that though. You no, no, the, you did the, say that. The you perception of the hoe. We're talking about what roles are being played here. We're pre- the John, the John paid a hundred thousand dollars for the date. So you calling him a John? Uh, sure, he paid a hundred thousand dollars for a date. If that's reported, what happened? What is he? What else? What is that? You tell me, Coach. But he's that's a strip. He's a strip club. That's all-star, what Johns do. That's what Johns do. But if he's okay. at a strip club, okay, throwing good. Okay, Ron, your turn. Break, break it down. Come on, Ron. So. James Harden is a man of means, and obviously he has this money to be able to throw around. But if you add money to the situation before it has to be part of the situation, then you've turned it into a transaction. I don't I, know. 
I don't think she, he's the one that turned it into a transaction. She didn't turn it into a transaction. That was him saying, I have this money. And so I'm going to try to pay for this. It, he's simping. If he's just giving her money to spend time with her, I don't, I don't think it's a he job situation. Get, he obviously had to get to a number. So out of the blue, you think he hit the number right off the head? Or did he just? I, no, no, I don't think it was a negotiation. I don't think she had anything to do with that. Uh, I think he was just big ball and said, hey, man, I got 100. Let's go kick it. No, I, I believe that. No, I, I agree with you there. I'm just I, my my only point there is, and first of all, you know, transactional. That's not bad. You know, that way it is bad if it starts out like that. It has to end up like that. Correct. That's you that's cannot deviate it from the beginning. Did you get a prenup? Your last situation? In the beginning, did you have? You did you, you got to keep on? Did you, you have prenup on. with your last situation? Excuse me. Did you have prenup with your last situation? I had prenups. Transactional. Okay. But there's, I mean, there's, it's just something to be said about giving somebody money off of the bat, because where does it go from there? Can you go forward from there? Obviously, in her last relationship, she was getting cars and there was a ton of, uh, there was transactional things going on. There was, there were transactions being made. But- well, 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 Ron, let me slow you down now. In her defense, and I'm her lawyer. I'm right. a, uh Attorney um, Prime. No, no, I want um, Lonnie. Lonnie Cochran. Okay, Lonnie. <laughs> okay, Lonnie. Lonnie okay, in her defense, at that level, she's not asking for those things. But when you have means at that level in the game that she's in, people like stuff. They like those things that shine, that glow, that glisten, that 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 causes attention. So her receiving a car or a broken purse or jewelry, that's what it is in that life, in the life, in the realm that she's in. Right. So Harden said, you know what? I see how you get down. I see yeah. how you what? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he done his homework. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure he made a few calls. <laughs> and they said, well, you know. She's like cash, straight cash, homie. I don't know if it's straight cash. I don't know. Did he feel like it was like an appearance or anything? But. That says a lot about the, the man to me. I, I think well it does. And he sees that these other people are giving her gifts. And maybe it's a situation where when it's your birthday, some people will try and give you a gift card, but it's not a gift card to somewhere you want. And you want to just say, just give me the cash instead. Maybe he said, I could get you a $100,000 car, but maybe I'll just give you the cash oh. instead. You spend it where you want to spend it. Me, is there, if you receive that, now, is there an expectation? Of course. <laughs> he's not paying for nothing. No, no, I, I would, he's not I paying would, for her time I, I, for the I conversation. No. Jamie disagrees. I, I would say, well, there's a couple things. First of all, we were just talking about something you need to do, Ron, and I forgot just how bad my, my moves, but there's something you need to do, and something we were just talking about. Then I can't remember what the heck it was, but 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 here, here's the reason why, um, transactionally, and it goes back to transactions. You got. We've been talking about. You always got to handle your business, okay? I think that he doesn't. He don't have to score with the hundred thousand. He wanted to get her attention, because see what he did was the hundred thousand was. Gonna, hey, baby, that's my business card. That wasn't the end. He makes two hundred million dollars, and he got a two hundred million shoe contract, a billion, whatever it is. That that, that was just my business. Let me give you my hundred thousand dollar business card, baby. That's how I roll. Yeah, the Quavo, yeah, that, that's that's Quavo compared to this high-end tequila I'm you got right I'm not saying here. it's true, authentic, or anything. I read that, and right. it did not say that she accepted. I don't believe, because I've heard that she's a really upstanding woman. She just chooses to rap, but she's very intelligent. That's what I've heard. So I, I wouldn't believe that she would accept that. But for him to go at her like that, I, I it wasn't a good look on him. And he didn't present her in a good light to even right. comment her like right. that. Well, but, but I will. But, but let me let me clarify one thing about. Okay, her. go ahead, go ahead. The other side of this, so so we can be clear on this. Again, going off what's reported, the, the key part here has to do with double standards. What I talk about here when we had the first part of this conversation, coach, was who looks worse is because of the double standard. So you can DM me, but I want to be clear. That's the standard of the day. A man will never look bad in a transaction like that between that and a man and a woman. Virtue is always the prime thing that everybody looks to when they speak about a woman. 
Yeah, I think what the one thing that we're not looking at, we're looking at it from the male perspective, but from the female perspective, she's a boss. The fact that she's getting a hundred thousand dollar down payment for Jamie, you're just saying the conversation just to take the business card. She is in high demand. The fact that she has flipped this on it on her on its head to be such a desired thing. People are showering her with gifts, cards, cash everything that she could want. I mean, she is crushing it right now. We have to give at least a a tip of the cap salute to her because the fact that she is demanding all this attention shows just how powerful of a woman she is. Now, there's somebody else involved in this matter. How do you think Quavo reacted when he heard that? Don't get that, man. He punched the air. He was pissed. Punching the air like ah, he was mad. He had to be mad because you can't. You know you can't. You, you can't compete with James Harden's bag. You, you you can't compete with that. You, you just glad. Think about this. Let's whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, all right. Let's let's just make this personal, real, Coach. Back to you. See, see, you don't have this point of reference, Rome. I can say with one hundred percent, one thousand percent certainty. There are four circumstances that between the two of us that have been in the past that we ain't never, ever going back. And we wish whoever's there, God bless you, man. That's right. God bless you, man. That's what we wish for. God bless him. Quavo. Deuces. And Quavo will find somebody else to to buy cars for. Fine. Fine. You mean found. Found. Lot cheaper. Trust me. Trust me. I guarantee you somebody was already coming off the bench oh. to get buckets. Well, Big actually, time. they was getting buckets beforehand because remember, that's how it ended, supposedly, because somebody was getting buckets. I don't I don't know. I, I didn't hear that. What I did wrong, hear wrong. What I did hear is that Russell Wilson says it was very unfortunate that his frustrations got the best of him in the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> What's the paper throw about? What, what is that about? Like, what is that about? No, no, because no, what happened is, is now, because he had to go back. Dang, there you go, Jamie. Now we got to go back. How, how do we go back, you know, through everybody under the bus stop? But but I give him credit, though, you know, coming out. That's that's how you come out and answer the bell is, is, is you know, and, and Aaron Rodgers, if you're listening, whatever you're going to do, we can talk about that a minute. Whatever you're going to do, Aaron that's the way that if you're going back to Green Bay, that's how you go back. Hey, it was unfortunate. I thought they should have been doing some things to help me get over the top. They felt something different. That's why we agreed to disagree. It was unfortunate. Let's move on. That's the Aaron Rodgers way back if he's going to come back. And that's how they need to handle it. But in the NFL, in life, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. And Russell Wilson is not built to be the squeaky wheel. He tried to squeak a little bit, and he said, you know what, let me just be quiet and get back to just rolling along like all the rest of the wheels. Because some guys, like Aaron Rodgers, they're starting to squeak, and you can tell that he's going to squeak so much, he'll break the whole car down if he needs to, because he's going to wind up somewhere else, or he's going to get his oil. But I don't think that Russell Wilson, I think he might be too nice of a guy. He's just No, they just built differently, that's all. I I agree. They're They're not built like that. But fans of this generation do not forgive. As soon as something goes left and not right, fans say, you know what? He ain't with us no way. He tried to get out of here anyway. Like, we should have got rid of him anyway. You you pretty much, it's a few quarterbacks that you have no choice. You better win. You better win. Um, Deshaun is one of those guys. Russell is one of those guys. We just talked about Aaron Rodgers is another one of those guys that wherever you wind up, you got to win because of all the chaos and the nonsense in the offseason, you better win. I got to give you another one that's got to win too, Coach. Who's that? That's the Los Angeles Rams and Matt Stafford. They have to win. No, no, that's they, but that's not on Stafford. They well, no, no, but no, it win. is on Stafford from this perspective that they bought him in to to, to use that big arm to get the ball down the well, field. If you say that, you might as well throw Dak in there. Dak got to win too. Who? Dak. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying you, you got to win. Now, he, now, he, he one, one thing I love about Dak. Dak can say, you know what? I'm smart now. I'm going to get this off me a little bit. Dak could just he just put out. You know what? 
Ezekiel Elliott is in the best shape of his life. <laughs> what was he saying, Coach? He, he was saying, you got to get all this off me now. <laughs> Ezekiel is in the best shape. I don't know how he was last year, year before that, but now he's in the best shape. We got to give him the ball, all right? Get all this off me, Okay. I mean, it's smart. He said that, and it's smart of him to say that because it's going to alleviate a little bit of pressure. But the Cowboys put the pressure on Ezekiel Elliott, and Ezekiel Elliott put the pressure on Ezekiel Elliott as soon as he signed that dotted line. As soon as he said $90 million, I'll take it. I'll take all that cash. He gets a record, uh, I mean, record breaking money for a running back. He better be in the best shape of his life. He better be putting the team on his back a little bit because they're paying those fellas, and there's an expectation expectation at some point something's gonna have to give because like you're saying these fans will turn on you and he bought a little bit of time by having the injury but well, he has his contract now i think what coach is pointing out is it wasn't the fans that turned on him it was the quarterback that well you know uh all i know is that zeke was in the best shape of his life <laughs> so you're saying there's subtext there well there's no question you know and, and, and i'm sure that i don't even think he that meant it but i think that's something that slips and 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 because something we we, we could honestly say would look at ezekiel and, and this is the thing Ron, that's crazy and Dion, coach talk about this a little bit Dion has one gear had one gear at 185 that he didn't have at 189. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying, Ron? He, he could run Co- a little bit faster. When he's a little leaner. Talk about that in your and your body, Coach. Well, first of all, age plays a significant role, and wear and tear on a running back plays a tremendous role. You you can't hit it like you hit it when you first came in the league, and and then you got to understand you you. Uh, I think Warren Sapp says something like, you, you, you pocket, when your pocket's heavy, your heart gets light. So <laughs> it's like a lot of these guys, when they get paid, they just don't have that ferocity or whatever um, like they once had before. I think Ezekiel Elliott is still Ezekiel Elliott. He's not the Zeke of the first several years when he had that line just rolling over everybody, and but he was still doing his thing. He wants to prove that he is still that guy, and Dak wants to prove that he is still that guy. And this is a year that he will have to prove that he's still that guy. Or the Cowboys may make some adjustments. Not with him, not not fresh on. They'll make some adjustments. That, that's a lie. No, that's a lie. How much guarantee? They got another much guaranteed money. They I got can't call his name. They got another back that really ran that ball. Oh, you mean running back. Okay, running back. I'm sorry. I think yes. Okay, I got you. I thought you were talking about Dak. I was no, talking. no, no, no. Dak ain't going nowhere for a long time. No, no, Dak is Dak. Dak has a kickstand up. Yes, on a motorcycle. You know, with the two things. You know, so Dak ain't going nowhere. But Zeke has to do what Zeke is capable capable of doing, and I think he still has the tools to be amongst the best in the league, if not the best. It's a shame because they do have such a talented backfield, but if they're not successful this year, it has to be one of the two of them. But I do disagree with that Dak has this lifetime guarantee there because we saw a couple other quarterbacks sign contracts. Two years. uh, Jared Goff signed a contract. He got out of there. Carson Wentz signed a contract. They traded him. These quarterbacks are signing these big contracts because they have so much power. But at the same time, the teams can move on from these guys if they're not producing. If the Cowboys win four games a year for the next two years, don't you think that there's a chance but, that they move on? But it's the win of it, Ron. That's how that's how the contracts work. So so each one of these, see, Dak has got two years because Jerry's paying him a hundred or so million guarantee. Right. So what that basically means is he's going to at least get two seasons at 40. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Then, to your point, see, because remember, Wentz and both golf were now in Five third years. year with that contract. You see what I'm saying? So so now the number I got to talk to you about, worry about, is 12, 14 no, million. They're four or five years. I thought they were in the fifth year. No, they were three. They were, they're, 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 they were extensions. Okay. They, 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 were both three, they were both three-year extensions that had approximately 70, 100-something million dollars guaranteed or something like that. So they got most of that in those first two seasons so that now when it comes time to looking at how we're going to keep you, 
salary was there, but signing bonus was not there. So there's only 14 million that's going to hit me with the cap. You're talking dead to, money. If, yes, instead of the 31 or 27, if I cut you in year two. But Carson Wentz, when he got cut by the or when traded by the Eagles, there was still a $30 million dead money hit that they had to pay. And my point is that some of these teams are going to be willing to pay to get off that contract if it That's looks right. like it's a bad contract. But They'll see, just but, say, I'll pay but for dead it. money. But think about this and see, you know, you know, the guy who wrote the book on dead money was Jerry Jones. So dead money only means I don't have to spend that money. You see what I'm saying? So for an owner, it just means I ain't got to put that towards the cap. But he's not, they're not, he's not hurting. He's helped himself because that's 30 million he don't have to pay. That's true. But but but, but, but Dion, I want to go back to you because I think you broke some news. And I just want to know for you to tell Ron and I, because what I thought I heard you say is that you might have talked to some folks and if back, I mean if 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 the running back Ezekiel ain't on his A game. He might be out of there. Did you talk to somebody? No, 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 I ain't talking to nobody about that. I just see writing on the wall. I ain't crazy. I mean, I, I, I just see it. I see writing on the wall. And Tony Pollard is good enough, you think? Yes. I, well, see, right now, it's really not one guy that does that except for that grown man that's in Tennessee. Well, wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, I let you off like that, Coach. Let me try to see. No, wrong, I'm, wrong, I'm coming wrong. back. Wrong. I'm coming back. Have you grown? Have you heard anybody else make that thought? Yeah. That you grown? Have you heard somebody else say back is uh, uh, the uh, running back? Why would why would would that say Ezekiel is in the best shape of his life? Why would he say that? So so that's insinuating that he hadn't been in shape. Uh, and that's insinuating that you know what this man is ready to do what he's capable of doing. That's insinuating that he's back. Or or what? That's what I'm saying. You you're the only one I've heard say or or he's going to be gone is what you said. I've never heard anybody say that but you today. That's all okay. I'm saying. That's what I feel. Okay. That's what I feel. I and mean, I something's going to have to give, right? Something's going to have to give. I think, personally, Dak still got it. That, and I think he makes that team go to the next level. But as my big friend tells me, which I never second guess, whatever he tells me about the line not being suffice, yeah. Ron, I listen. If he tell me, hey man, it, it ain't really Zeke. That line ain't ain't got nothing. It ain't all Zeke. No, it ain't all Zeke. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. when I hear that, that means Zeke is going to not have a good year, and the line's going to suffer. The offense is going to suffer, and Dak is going to throw him. But up. but if Zeke wasn't in shape, if Zeke wasn't in shape and the line wasn't good, see that's what I heard. I, I don't I don't think he hadn't been in shape. I think Dak is saying he's in the best shape that he's ever been in. He was in a tough spot last year, Zeke was, obviously, because a quarterback's hurt. He's playing behind a rookie fifth-round pick center. Uh, There's injuries on the offensive line. But this year, there's too much talent in Dallas to have any types of excuses. They have three top-flight incredible receivers. They have a a pretty damn good defense if you look at their linebacking core. And obviously, they need some help on the the defensive backs. But those are young guys who are going to wind up getting better. Uh, Mr. Rowe, Mr. Rowe, so you mentioned a whole lot of people. Did you hear hear what Coach was talking about? Coach mentioned uh, uh, that line, didn't he? Yeah. You didn't mention one guy. What's Tyron Smith's situation? That's what I want to what is he playing again? Or is he done? I, that's what I need. That because that it starts right there with that one. And then is the offensive line healthy? Because that's when Zeke can do his thing when he can get to the line and know he can use his vision. So so with all those pieces, you Dallas is not winning anything. Just like I go back with coach with the guys in the Super Bowl who lost. You lose two starting right, two starting tackles. You can't win in this league. Because the best players on defense are the defensive ends. That's all the time. So they got to they gotta work on that. Speaking of best players, Jokic won MVP. Team down 3-0. I have always been one of the guys who said, you know what, man? Let's just wait till it's all said and done to pick MVPs. Let's not do it before because something could go wrong or go astray and you have a change of opinion based on the pressure-wise playoffs, and you start seeing someone in another different light because at this level, you're playing against the best in the game. Coach, on you, know a what 
You know what happened? His trophy case got heavier and his heart got lighter. He got wow. that he got that MVP, just like your boy Warren Sapp said. His heart got lighter. He got the MVP and then he took his foot off the gas. It was almost seemed like he was concerned about a personal accolade, but if you're winning the MVP, your team has to be making at least the conference finals. But is it his fault? He's bowling. Every time I look at the big fella, he's getting buckets. He's getting rebounds. He's assisting. He's bowling. But why isn't the team on his back then? The team is on his back. I think they slipped off. <laughs> they might have slipped off. <laughs> I think I they slipped off. Because I don't see too much other things going on him. But I know. But they, so Jamal Murray's hurt, and Jamal Murray is the second best player on that team. Jamal Murray is an incredible player, but at the same time, a lot of other teams don't really get that bandwidth. When somebody else gets hurt, you don't get to say like, "Oh, Steph Curry's ha- has to do it all on his own." Like it, he's not getting extra credit for it the way that Jokic is getting credit for it. They're giving him a little bit of extra leeway, a little bit of extra slack when Embiid is out there on his own. And even though he's getting crushed for being injury uh, for the injury concerns, nobody's giving him credit if Ben Simmons is hurt. Nobody's giving these other players credit if somebody else is injured. So we can't give uh, Jokic that that same. So should we wait? Yes, because we've seen Giannis win it a couple years. And then you look at the playoffs, you say, man, come on, man. That's not an MVP. <laughs> Honestly, there were some clips of Giannis from this this past uh, weekend where he was playing against Brooklyn, and it looked like he had no offensive bag. He had no moves. He was right. trying to break down uh, Blake Griffin off the dribble, and he just dribbled back and forth like it, it, it was the it, it was barely an one mixtape tour. And exactly. one mixtape tour, they're at least throwing a little bit of a, a little spin move, a little a little sauce on it. There was no sauce at all. So, it, so should we wait? Because that, one thing I love about the NFL, I feel like we do a lot of things right, very minute things wrong. We wait to until the night before the Super Bowl to announce everything. But we wait they, the night before. But they vote on it beforehand, though, right? I think that the problem with some of these awards is that they're only a regular season award. They should either include the playoffs or have a different. Well, I think set that's of, a regular season award. Just wait. I, just, I, mean, I, just think, I think I think their intent is is that the MVP they're making is a regular season award, and they're saying the MVP in the postseason should be the MVP of the postseason. That's the distinction that they've made, which I agree with you is wrong. To me, the MVP should be voted upon at the end of the year, or I mean, if nothing else, at the late at the earliest, the finals. In the finals, then to me, you can make that vote because the, you should be voting for one of the two dudes that's in the finals or heading into the finals. That's that's how it should be. And people will say that, oh, there's a finals MVP. There's a, it's whole other that's thing right. for the finals MVP. But like Andre Iguodala won the finals MVP a couple years ago as maybe the third or fourth best player on that Golden State team. He is it like it's a whole different league of award that you're getting there it should be something that it really is representative of the best player on the best team for the longest amount of time and if a guy is getting knocked out of the playoffs swept out of the playoffs embarrassed by the phoenix suns you can't paint him in that light you're gonna look back historically and be like why did we give him that award but it's not his fault because everyone around him is garbage it's not his fault he's doing his job how how much how much longer do we expect that MVP to carry everybody? The man is tired. His back is hurting. It's sore. His arms have stretch marks in it. He's tired of carrying these food. Okay, then let me ask you this then. So are you saying, Coach, that in that circumstance, because what you're describing is a baller, but if, if are you saying there should be a season value added to that? In other words, it's got to be – you are heading to the championship. I'm just asking the question: Should uh, we wait? That's well, yes is the answer, but 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 it seems to be more, though, Coach. I agree with you. Yes is the answer, but I'm trying to get to how how do we possibly remedy? I mean, what is the criteria? We no, it ain't no criteria. It's Ebola. We just gotta wait. I just think we should wait. I think you all play. I think you have to wait, and I think at least these guys have to last longer in the playoffs. And if we're going to talk about lasting longer, we got to talk about our good friends over at Roman Swipes, an online Amen. men's mm-hmm. health company. 
and they're Amen. changing the game. They're the secret to lasting longer. I think the Joker might need some Roman swipes so he could last longer in these playoffs and have a little bit more longevity in the game. But if you want to last longer, you can get these Roman swipes, a clinically proven way to last longer in bed. They're effective, easy to use, fast acting, no prescription. You can use them in a discreet, unmarked packaging that they send right to you, small enough to hide in your wallet for that special time. And if you, the listeners, want to get some of these, it's getroman.com slash prime. First month of swipes, only five bucks. Simple as that. Getroman.com slash prime. I like that. Yes, sir. You speak, speaking of slashing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Uh-huh. Last week, and I hate this, five athletes in the news for association or accusations of murder. It is the weirdest thing, Coach. Murder, though. Yeah. Murder, including former Michigan State University basketball star Keith Appling, if I pronounce it right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Is this a trend or coincidence? Is COVID the lone reason for the upstick? Like, what's going on, man, with these kids? And they're kids, too, because Keith Appling was at Michigan State with Gary Harris, who's on the Nuggets now. Like, he – or it was just on the Nuggets, rather, last year. Like, he – these are guys who are young players who are just getting out of the league or just getting out, out of basketball. I mean, it, it has to be – it's a hard time. It's a sad time for people to be going through that. But with economic strife, there's going to be an uptick in crime. And, unfortunately, this pandemic is causing that. I mean, Murder, man. I'm talking about, we're talking about murder. We're not talking about auto theft or burglary or, or, or whatever they call it. There's so many other things that they do. But murder? I don't. I can't. Well, I, I, I will say this. You know, I'm, I'm going to take it back historically. You know, this, this was an argument, Ron. This is one of them arguments before you were born. And it, it goes back to, and this is when they first started having video games. They said that the violence in video games would directly have a residual effect in this area because basically the the premise was from the scientists that if you, like when I was growing up, and and probably I'm sure it was the same thing, if somebody got killed dang near in the county or the state, it was like, oh my God, one person died in Orlando, you know? And now it's just a different animal. But the point to be made is that they, they felt that video games and and the fact that you kill in, in all these video games, you, all you're doing is kill, kill, kill. Now, all of a sudden, you bring down the threshold of the the importance of life. I disagree. With, uh, Jamie, I disagree with that, though, because I feel like people try to say the same stuff about music. And anytime right. you start blaming Arts, which I mean, video games in some ways are an art, an art form. There's somebody who's graphically designing this beautiful landscape that's like it takes art, know how, technological know how. You can't blame music. You can't blame a video game for something that somebody does. People have free will, and there's no video game, there's no song that's driving people to do these things. I think that there's psychological reasons, I think that there's interpersonal reasons, I think that there's maybe societal pressures to seem like a tough guy like you're a hard dude and and maybe that's part of it but it's a lack of value for human life like a lack of empathy and i don't think that there's an external factor that's causing that from a media i think that it could be maybe more uh societal or maybe a family issue or maybe something people are going through mentally but why but why 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 could it not be if our thresholds are lowered for an understanding of the importance of what, say, murder is or homicide is, because hey, we got a problem. Somebody robbed, you know, you know, you shoot them, you kill them. You know, at, at some point in time, it's it's a lot of, of legitimacy what you, to what you're talking about, Jamie. Because I got a lot of hood friends here in Jackson, and I and I like to know the heartbeat of the community and the inner city and the hood because some of my kids live there and some of them frequent there, and I like to know what's going on. And a lot of these youngsters now, robbery is normal. Killing has get, gotten to be like a badge of honor. Like if you go to jail or you're caught, they cool with, I got a murder on my, on, you know, on my back. 
they they cool with that now, man. That that's a whole different game. Like that was detestable and despicable when we came up. Like because you know the consequences of that when you go in prison. Now, Jamie, it's like a badge of honor for these youngsters. They don't want to go into jail for burglary, a robbery. You know, they don't want to go for assault. No. They want, when they go in, murder. And it's unbelievable. It, it, it allows you to understand there's no hope. There's no one dreaming. And there's no models in your cities, uh, in your families or wherever, in your communities that you can say, you know what, I want to do that. I want to be that. That's where I want to go. That's one of our problems, man. That's and we fact. can associate with success on television. What is success on television now, Jay? Nowadays. Shoot them up, bang, bang. Yeah, but we had so many people that we sure. associated with. We right. said, I want to be that. Correct. I wanna, that's the guy. Now, and, we don't. And we I don't see those images. And I see it linking a lot to, I mean, to social media or people wanting to seem a certain way. They want to seem like they either have it or they're this type of person. And that's how they, they, like, if they see somebody else posting on Instagram who has this chain or is wearing this pair of shoes or something like that, they're like, okay, I need to go get it because that's going to make me a type of person that I want to be, or that's going to fulfill me in some sort of way. But also everybody has a gun. Like, Guns are everywhere. Like it's it's easier. I mean, who said it's easier to get a a, a gun than to get a job? You know what I mean? It's like it, it's a something that's accessible to so many people. And so the more you're going to see guns, the more you're going to see gun violence, and you're going to see these guys. I mean, your people are shooting each other. People are I, killing I, each I, other. Coach, I, I told my son and wrote. You know, we were talking the other day, and and you know how like you know you. Coach, there was a, there was a point when you could have a real life conversation instead of a BS conversation with your son. Right. You know, let's let's have a productive conversation. I'd rather have a productive conversation than something stupid. And so now we're getting to have some of those conversations. I was telling my son the other day because, you know, he's you know looking at you know making sure he learns how to defend himself. And I said, son, that ain't something in my opinion you need to be worrying about. What you need to be because see today people are carrying guns. Everybody's packing. I said I'm not fighting anybody. I'm not because I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not trying to be in any circumstances where I'm around somebody where I need to think I'm going to fight them. I said, I'm going to try my best to never put you in a situation where you ever around somebody you need to think you have to do that because if people, I mean, they're crazy. I go back to that Pablo Lopez situation again. And I thought that's what wrong. One of our teammates got shot. He was six foot five. He was going to be a first round draft choice in the NFL starting tackle. Uh, uh, and what happened, some guy came on campus. They, he got beefing with another teammate of ours. Pablo came in there to be a peacemaker, six foot five, you know, arms long as, as shacks. And he put his hands on like this and got shot. Yeah. And so, so my, my point being is that this whole confrontation game, man, we need to be trying to run as far away as we can because it's going in the wrong direction. I. I would only risk my life or pull that trigger because I don't have no hope, no dreams, no ambitions, and I don't see my way out. That That's the common denominator. You got to understand, I'm in Jackson, Mississippi, man. Um, Google it. Per, per capita, number one, murder, per capita. I think we're number three overall in the nation in murders. Jackson, Mississippi. Watching the news every night, you're like, oh my God, are you kidding? Like, like, unbelievable, man. And it's because it's no hope. They don't see their way out. And they've been lied to and, and mistreated and just just don't see any upward mobility in their life whatsoever. That's why, I mean, you have no idea how much I'm trying to bring the community together and win. Because when we win, it permeates through the whole city. Everybody's feeling good about themselves. Everybody's making money. Everybody's smiling. All the businesses are profitable. Enrollment is up. And everybody's trying to do something positively and not rob and kill one another, man. Because it's crazy. Yeah. I I mean, the... the when I went down to Jackson, I took a, a short walk around the block by my hotel. 
uh, at like eight o'clock and I, I heard that that thing going off. You know what I mean? And it was just like, wow, I'm at the hotel and it's right here. But I think a point that you made. What was earlier, that thing going off? You heard? Tell me the <laughs> thing. It wasn't no track meets going on at that time. No, you, there, think, you think they're getting ready to start the hundred. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it was any kind of track meets going off, Jamie. I think that the but someone was definitely running. But uh I but coach, I think it goes back to what you said earlier. It's the lack of uh, like role models and other ways out and other things that people can look to as a, a positive choice for them in their life, because there aren't a lot of positive choices that are presented, especially in smaller cities like Jackson. Like Jackson is a perfect example of, of what's going on because nobody is thinking about Jackson, even when they're thinking about the murder numbers, their minds automatically go to Chicago, New Orleans, these other bigger cities. Well, they're busy too now. They're, they're, they're on, they're, their numbers is rolling too. Oh, they are. Their numbers are, yeah. I mean, the, the, the people are getting killed in all these cities, but there are some forgotten cities where, at least in Chicago, you'll see different role models. You'll see that there are different ways out. You can have this co-mingling. In some cities, it seems like a desolate situation where that's why we have to give the tip of the cap to you going down there and, and and just trying to have boots on the ground to try and be the change that you want to see in the community. Amen. You know, you know, here's here's the, the really there's one real simple solution here, which is unfortunate. That simple solution is to me what this is is all about economics. The fact that going back to opportunity and not being able to see a way out to me, see a way out means another way because I don't have no money. So I got to do what I have to do in the ecosystem that I'm in to create income. So, you know, so in other neighborhoods and other areas, there are people who are recruiting young talent, young minds to do other things. There's no one, you know, and to me, it just seems like if there's an economic strategy that can come in and provide jobs, you know, an opportunity to make money. Not an hourly, not twelve dollars an hour, not fourteen dollars. An opportunity to make money. That's what the community is missing with this violence, because it's about money, in my opinion. I, I like that. It's about, about it's about money and about opportunity. See, the problem is everybody want to make money, but nobody want to work. Mm-hmm. I, I put it now. There's something there. Yeah, everybody want to make money, but ain't nobody want to work. Everybody say they want a job, but nobody. Won't still work. And, and that's that, that's one of the crazy things about you know going back to it's not trying to get political and all that, but 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 I see the argument that many states are making about this stimulus money. Because and, and I saw something on TV and it makes perfect sense with the the money that's coming, it's gonna end anyway. But the reason nobody's going back to work has to do with the fact that because taking those stimulus checks actually equate to like $15 an hour as opposed to going to work for Chipotle that's only going to pay you $8 an hour or go working at some restaurant where they're going to pay you a buck 50 plus tips. Right. So, 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 so the whole system, I mean, it's just broken on so many different levels. That's got to have a reboot and somebody's got to force change. Somebody's going to come force change. I can tell you that right now, but, but that's what has to happen. No, for sure. I think, I mean, I've been going to some bars recently where I'll talk to the, the owner of the bar and they'll say, people aren't coming back to work. Like we can't staff out the bar because the way they would rather stay home. The, the stimulus money has been enough to sustain them, but is that going to be able to sustain for a long time? And uh, that's going to end now. That part of it for sure. We know is going to end. Coach, I know you got a couple more topics because I know you got to get up out of here. What else we got on the, on the topic? We hit every last one of them. Okay. So, so, so the last thing I want to ask you, coach. Uh, about this topic that we close it out is um, what hope you're a hope man you know what what hope do you see hope in this area uh, yes you got to change the we, we keep saying change the, the people to change the culture okay okay new persons have to come into inject just new blood new blood that that passion new ideas. purpose new ideas uh bring everyone together and show big man league big man league yeah yeah new show ideas. them a plan and the plan has to has purpose 
for everybody to come up. You got to show everybody a plan, and that plan has to identify where they're going to come up with you, not just you coming up. Has to be, man. Now, now I'm buying in. If I can see myself with an opportunity to shine, I'm buying in. If I don't see myself shining in any way, I'm not. I'm sitting at home, I'm angry, I'm mad, and now someone step on my shoes and I want to shoot them because I'm already mad. Because I spent my last on these shoes. And that's the problem. That's the problem. I, I did have one other topic. I'm sorry. You, you, I, this made me mad as well. Lamar Odom and Nick Carter, man. Like uh, Aaron Carter, my bad. I had that wrong. I'm Aaron sorry. Carter. I'm sorry. Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter. Wrong. Come on, man. Lamar, first of all, how do you sag in a pair of boxing shorts? How do you, Jamie, how do you sag in some boxing trunks? And, you, and Lamar is what, 6'11"? Yeah. 6'9", six, six, something like that? 6'11". Okay. Aaron Carter is what? 5'7". Jamie, you got to see this, Jamie. What okay. point, Aaron Carter was just... Just, and, and Lamar just <laughs> move, man. Can you step back, please? <laughs> and one time he just, just pushed the guy out. It was Jamie. This this stuff was unbelievable, man. Lamar got the knockout, though. We have to say Lamar. He had to get the knockout. He was sick. The dude was like, man, the dude was this small fight, and he had to get the knockout. Is that yeah. how you felt when you were standing up against Kevin Durant? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Muggsy Bird, <laughs> he was. Jamie, I mean, you got to see this, Jack. I'm telling you, it's worth it. Right. You got to see this. Yeah, Lamar had to win that. Lamar had to win that. Okay, how did this stuff come about? Like, who started that? I liked it. I enjoyed it. I think it's a money thing. I think that everybody wants money, and boxing is the easiest way to get it. And I guess he's a former athlete. Lamar Odom's a former athlete. But but it, I, that's something that I, I the Marines, they're all, they always say that there's no such thing as a former Marine. Once you're a Marine, you're a Marine for life. Do you think right. it's the same with athletes? Do you think you could become a former athlete? Like, do you lose it, or does he have to win that fight because he's an athlete? And- he had to win that fight. He had to win that fight. <laughs> just, just for the hood credentials. Like, he had had to turn in his cards, right, before he got at the ring. Hey, man, give me your black card. Come on. Give, give it up. Give, give it here. He would have had to, man. But Nate didn't have to turn. Nate Robinson didn't have to turn in his card. Man, I love Nate, man. It seemed like the, the both of he and Nate should fight. Did they both about the same height? Maybe. Uh, Rick, Nick Nick Carter and Nate maybe yeah Nate Nate got to get back in there just to get a victory. I was yeah. trying to get Nate back in there with your boy. No, no, that wasn't a victory, man. Them, them, no, 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 <laughs> not at all. But that Jim, you got to see how tall I will look at him was, and he just pushed him down one time. But dude was just hit him in the face like several consecutive times. <laughs> Before he even moved his head. <laughs> it was cartoonish. Do you remember, like, didn't Manute Bowl fight, like, a long he time did. ago? Manute Bowl got in the ring at 7'7", seven, yep. seven or whatever he was, 7'6". Yep. 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 It, it looked like that. It was just cartoonish. See, my, my thing is, I, I just always feel, I, I've always just had so much respect for sports. I guess I'm the corny old guy. You got to be, to me, you, you just have to be careful about disrespecting sports. Just because you are an athlete and been known, like you say, close to put them things up. Going in that boxing ring with a real boxer, man, you you better be careful. Well, you can't go in there with a real boxer. You can yeah. go in there with a guy that that's that can't no, true, true, true. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, I like that. I, I like these bouts. I really do. I love them. Yeah, there's a new one every week. It seems like I, I like them. I, how, how much do they get paid for that? I don't know. They must. It I think it's per. It's, it's by gate. I'm sure it is. They might have a bottom. You know. They, they, okay, we're gonna give you. Well, ain't nobody out. coming in the gate. It has to be pay per view and stuff. No, like no, that. no. Not about the gate, but the pay per view gate is still the gate. Okay. Is, yeah. You know. And so, for example, okay, that's just like you. Okay, Prime. We got a, we got an endorsement for you. This is what we got in the budget for. Does this meet your needs, or do we have to pass and go with somebody else? Yeah, you got to pass. I pass. Yeah. Oh no. I Maybe they come to you and ask, "Does this meet your needs?" You pass. Because they even bold enough to ask you that question, it ain't enough. Well, but but you're Coach Prime. Everybody's not Coach Prime. Yeah, but I mean, you said for me, like it, whenever someone asks me that question, it's not enough. So just pass. Oh, I've seen you pass on so much stuff. You know, I know I'm stuff you to pass. Yeah, but it's it's, it's not me. It's right. not me. It has. Yeah, to be but you. Might, how much of that percentage? I let you go. How many percentages of the deals you? Fifteen percent that come your way. Ten percent. No, probably about thirty. 
Okay. 15 to 30 <laughs> percent. Yeah, I see you pass a lot. That's a strong man to be able to say no. Yeah. But you got to be able to say at some time, you got to say no. But Jamie and I have the gift to walk away. It's a tremendous gift. Yeah. The gift to walk away and not look back. Yeah. Not everybody has it. Not everybody has it. So thank Man, you. Man, we're started. saying something that's very profound. You need to develop the gift to walk away and never look back. Beautiful. It'll save you a lot of time, money, and resources. That's a beautiful gift. That's some good wisdom. And get that paper right, Rome. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get that paper right. Just, just take that one little piece. Take that on that one little uncomfortable conversation could save you. <laughs> hey, happy it, Father's Day, boys. Yeah, that's right. Get out of Rome's house. Get out of Rome's bedroom, man. Leave Rome's bedroom alone. He's a happy man. Hey, happy Father's hey, Day, hey, my hey, guys. Hey, but this edition of 21st and Prime Coach had enough, Rome. Had enough. I think his computer died, but he had enough. Exactly. He had to slam that thing off. He was tired of our bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> We're out. We'll catch you next time. Yes, sir. Catch me on the best corner 21st.